t-shirt once that quitters never give up. Go ahead. And uh, from what I understand, quitters never give up. Fucking amazing. But quitters never never give up? Right, right, right. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. Quitters never, what the hell's it called? Quitters never give up. That's it. Quitters never give up. OMG. That's amazing. Because I said quitters never give up and he said, that's all they do. Pretty sure I found my sex song. Airtight. <laughs> Smell it. Hola, party people. What's up? It's episode 81 of Quitters Never Give Up. I'm Christopher Rosales, and let's all say hello to the quitters. What's up, Jennifer Sunshine? Good morning, party people. Good morning. Listener Edwin, how you doing? I'm great. Howdy, everybody. What's up, Edwin? And Lindsay A. from her kitchen making a salad. How you doing? I am not in my kitchen. <laughs> it is good afternoon. <laughs> good afternoon. Good afternoon. This is the Lindsay is Tossing a Salad episode. All right, uh, let's do the podcast roundup, shall we? Does that yes. sound like a good idea? Yes. Okay. Nailed it. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> you get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. And then you put it in, and then you like you get the, the obligatory, obligatory, obligatory. Mr. President, is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. All right, we got a big week this week on all the podcasts. Uh, lots of birthdays. Uh, it was Beer Mug's birthday, and it was Donna's birthday. So happy birthday to both of them. Uh, here is Beer Mug talking about his birthday on Janky Town. And in my last year, my thirties, I turned thirty-nine. On on Wednesday, I tur- it's, I'm, I'm already there. Wait, Past hold on, it. hold on, hold on. Uh, I was going to play this later during our Afro segment, but hold on. Good morning. This is Janky Tones Leslie. Want to call and say happy birthday to, to Beer Mug. Yes, I remember his birthday. Only because I share the same day. Me and Beer Mug share the same birthday. <sighs> what is this world coming to? I thought my birthday wasn't for me, but no, I share it with Beer Mug and also with, what was her name? I got the British girl who died. <laughs> Amy Winehouse. Yes, we share a birthday with her. Nice to know us Virgos. We're good. Bye and happy birthday in your Beer Mug. So apparently you can get a contact high from Janky Town. Yeah, that's that's what I got from that call. I think you're right. But also, she couldn't come up with Amy Winehouse, and she called specifically to say it's my birthday, Beer Mike's birthday, and Amy Winehouse's birthday. That's the holdover from my moment with from last week. Ah. Okay, and 
How did Dave wish Beer Mug a happy birthday? Well, let's find out. Beer Mug, it was your birthday. Yes. But when uh, was your birthday? It was on Wednesday. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was your birthday, man. No, it's okay. I, I assumed you didn't when you asked me if I could record uh, <laughs> next Wednesday. On, on eh, He doesn't know or he forgot. It's okay. I'm not. You know, I am normally <laughs> one to be like, oh, you know, hey, you didn't remember my birthday. But this year, I really, it was like, I really couldn't care less. About birthday? About your birthday? Yeah. I couldn't care less this year. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's the fact that, you know, I'm almost 40. But um, I, I have everybody's birthdays in my calendar. Not I mine. I should have known this. What, what, so it's, it's, uh, thir- Wednesday was the 14th? Yes. Correct. Oh, God damn it. Uh, so he, it was a big celebration at Janky Town for Beer Mug's birthday. They partied down, apparently. Oh, they went all out. They went all out. Just couldn't remember. His birthday. Yeah, because I remember I mentioned his birthday on last week's show, so I remembered and Dave forgot. That's Maybe Beer Mug to... should join our ship. He'll be get treated yeah. better. <laughs> That's <laughs> why we need to put our episodes out earlier, because then Dave could have listened to us and known it was Beer Mug's birthday. But anyway, I digress. Uh, going over to Frank and Friends now. Oh, really, sir? Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Lindsay with pants. Um, Going over to Frank and Friends. (laughs) We all know that Frank Murphy is one of the best broadcasters we've come in contact with, that we've met. He's just a consummate professional. You know, he's just on it at all times. And I just want to say he's just like me. There's a huge concert happening that night. Yeah. There's one of the country guys. Oh, like yeah. the ones you look like are <laughs> um, Rascal Flats. Not that one. Good because I'm losing weight. Um, uh, Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton wasn't him. Said? No, you know who? Uh, it was that guy with the hat. Um, I got it. Alan Jackson. Alan Jackson? He, no, is that the guy? He's a guy. Yeah, but he has a mullet. Oh, well, anyway, I think that's who it was. I just Googled it. If so, now we're, now we're like realizing Alan. we're stuck in Alan. Oh, I thought you were saying who I looked like. No, no, Alan no. no oh, he was at a concert. I was so, like, I don't look like Alan. No, guy with a, guy with, it was not a guy who looked like you, oh. is what I was trying to say. Oh, one of the other guys. One. The one who looks like Gunner from WIVK. Oh, yeah. And he plays that up to the hilt. Well, I can imagine. Um, anyway, I just that's was... a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> so see, Frank can't remember band names either. That's all. I just feel good company now. I think the level of Swiss cheese memory that we're all displaying is <laughs> very Kevin-like, very Kevin-dog-like. You, you remember what I'm talking about, right, Lindsay? With regard to what? What are you talking with about? Forgetting band names? Yes. It was a moment with you, right? Yeah. Or it was a yeah. moment with me. Yeah. We all forgot band names, and now we're forgetting that we forgot band names. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was the lead singer of... Um... Poison? No. It was Jane's Addiction, the lead singer of Jane's Addiction that Eddie couldn't remember. And then he kept saying, it's going to be playing in the clip, but then trying to remember it again. The sad thing is I would just pull a clip and then forget it. So it it wasn't, it was Stephen Perkins, the drummer from Jane's Addiction, not, not Perry Farrell, the, the singer from Jane's Addiction. And last week you played a moment with me not remembering Air Supply. That's right. That's oh, Air right. Supply. That's right. There you go. I'll probably put that in here. I should have. I should have pulled that. And now, a moment with Christopher. Yeah, because it would bring on a lot of acts that weren't cool. 
Like I have a clip for the, the roundup where uh, they they bring in um, fuck, what is that band? Um, which one? More, Can you be more specific? More impor- yeah, that band. Okay, we've got a, <laughs> uh, it's a band. I want keep wanting to say I keep wanting to say Asia because that's from the Ralph report this week. But even Frank uh, Murphy was talking was bringing in um, I can't Wesley Willis. No, no Wesley Lincoln Willis Park, was- Green Day, no doubt. No, older than that. Uh, school, like, keep going. Come on, you're right in my wheel. Boingo, boingo. Count, count Smokey Love. <laughs> Fred Schneider. The Monkees. <laughs> the B-52s. John Sedlak, seen here with his pet falcon. Um, no, where's Frank? Uh, Air Supply. Where's Frank Murphy? Air, oh, Air Supply, nice. <laughs> so Frank oh, Murphy, wow. <laughs> they had Air Supply on for a singles party. But I thought everybody would remember I mean, it was last week and our show. And but we all got things to do. We got pants to put on, salads to toss, all kinds of stuff like that. So let's go over to Kevin and Sluggo. They they talked with the My Pillow guy. Let's talk about the My Pillow guy. Somehow he got in good with President Trump. He just right. spews out nonsense. Right. He was in uh, fast food line, and the FBI, <laughs> the FBI pulled up. Listen to this. Cars pulled up in front of us, to the side of us, and behind us. It turns out they were the FBI. The FBI. He's just trying to get a famous star and fries. Right. And they're, they're taking his cell phone away. That's and, just hilarious. I mean, terrible. We uh, go to the Heineken 00 hotline. What? And talk to Mike Lindell. What? Hey. How are you guys doing? How are you guys doing? Mike Lindell here. We're great. Of my pillow. Where'd right. you get a phone? I'm borrowing it from a friend of mine because I don't know if you heard. The FBI took my phone at Hardee's. I heard something about that, yeah. <laughs> Why? I'm minding my own business trying to get in there to get, you know, a big hot ham and cheese. And next thing you know, there's cars to the left of me, cars to the right of me. And they say, Mike Lindell's phone. We need Mike Lindell's phone. And I looked around and I said, oh, they must mean me because I'm Mike Lindell, founder of my pillow. <laughs> I, I don't have a phone and it's making me crazy because I run five businesses off that phone. I, I need that. that phone. Everything I do is off that phone. Right. I run my hearing aids off that phone. <laughs> I've heard that, yeah. That's, that's, what do you say? What? Do you, what? <laughs> I heard that you... I can't hear you because I run my hearing aids off my phone. And right. the, FBI took the FBI! My phone. They took your phone. Are they going to fight? The FBI. The FBI. been weaponized. I want you to know that. It's important to know the way they've been weaponized. Oh. This is what you've been <laughs> saying nonstop since it happened. Yeah, but this week I mean it. Right. <laughs> uh, by the way, 50% discount of mytool.com <laughs> right now if you put in the code FBI. The FBI! Weaponized. <laughs> <laughs> So Wait. I have to admit. So the caller like edited all of those things into like his call. He's so talented. Wow. Yes, very talented. Oh, okay. Good. Somehow he got <laughs> he had a Lindsay saying the FBI. That's crazy. Yeah. We have a mole. <laughs> I may have doctored that clip a bit to go with our conversation from last week, where every time the FBI comes up, we hear the FBI. And now from now on, I'm just going to hear Lindsay saying the FBI. <laughs> The FBI. <laughs> in what world was I, Ed Asner, not Ed Asner, the old man, the old man that you just displayed? In, in, in the one where you played the FBI when you said the FBI. Didn't I say the FBI like that? Yeah, you did. And you said the FBI. Well, I mean, see, I have a lower <laughs> voice than you, so. Yeah, but you're talented. <laughs> I know you can alter your voice. I'm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, okay. Yeah. 
Stereo, I love it. Oh, You're doing your own backup vocals. Uh, let's go over to the Ralph report. Uh, Ralph talks about Kanye West. Kanye West announced he has never read any book. Hmm. He says reading is like eating Brussels sprouts. What? Talking, however, is like getting the corn ravioli at Giorgio Baldi's, apparently a famous restaurant in Santa Monica. He also says he doesn't read long texts. <laughs> he just reads the first and last sentence. He says it is a, uh, a technique that it works for all geniuses. Apparently all geniuses, that's what they do I with long texts. I can't wait text. for him to get on a spaceship and fly back to Mars. You think Mars wants him? No, but that's why they put him here. Okay, so a little bit of context. Kanye West is opening a school, a private school, private Christian school, where he's a man that doesn't read is coming up with the curriculum. And this and the My Pillow Guy thing made me realize that we are living in a world where the Kevin and Bean plan is just being applied across the board. Yep. Vote for comedy. Don't <laughs> reading is for suckers. You know, deny, deny, deny. I mean, that's basically President Trump's defense in court. So. That's the world we're living in. I don't know whether yep. to feel vindicated as, because I've been listening to Kevin and Bean for so long and know this is happening or to feel scared because I've been listening to Kevin and Bean for so long and know what's coming next. So <laughs> not sure. No. One correction. They said reading is for losers. <laughs> well, that's not true. Suckers. <laughs> and, but by Kanye's definition, Kevin is a genius. Yeah. I guess in this world he is now. I'm I'd scared. say so. Kevin was right all along, yeah. Kevin for president, man. <laughs> okay, uh, this next one is by request. It is by Edwin. He wanted to discuss the Adam West Miranda song. Today, September 19th, is in fact uh, the birthday of my late great pal Adam West, born on this day in 1928. And when Batman exploded on television back in the 60s and even to a certain extent in the 70s, if you were on a hit TV show, immediately the studio would try to cash in on your temporary fame mm -hmm. by having you record a single <laughs> to try to so weird. try to make extra cash by tying you into <laughs> a song, sometimes a straight-up song, more often than not a novelty song that was tied somehow into your character from that show. Uh. And so Adam West in 1966 was tasked with recording a song for 20th century records. So in this song, Miranda, it's a song about Batman, who's never identified. They just call him Bruce. Mm -hmm. uh, having a love affair with a woman who insists on him taking his cowl off so she can see his face. <laughs> and then Robin, who and they can't use the Robin name of either. Of course not. So instead of saying Boy Wonder, which I guess they can't say either. That's by trademark. He calls him Boy Genius. Boy Genius keeps showing up with a, uh, a criminal that needs to be dealt with, and uh, Bruce just shoes him away so he can continue his love affair with Miranda. Uh -huh. It was Adam's uh, sole attempt at releasing a single. Did not climb the charts, Aww. but it still holds a place uh, for in the hearts of many of us uh, Adam West fans. So in honor of his birthday and because I miss him, here is Adam West's single, Miranda. Okay, wait, before I play that, this is a song about a woman that wants to see Batman without his mask and have sex with him. So I just I just couldn't get that out of my head when I was 
thinking of that. Uh, but here's the Miranda song. Will tonight be the night that Bruce reveals himself to the magnificent Miranda? I never met a girl like you before, Miranda. Miranda. And I'd do anything for you if you just ask. Miranda. Ask me to do anything for you, Miranda. against the code of heroes. But you know how much I love you, darling, so come into my kingdom. Boy, genius, what are you doing here? Bruce, come right away. There's a job to be done. A giant octopus has run amok in Washington. Hmm. Boy, genius, this is one time you'll have to go it alone. Would you like to see me make my muscles dance, Miranda? Miranda! For someone me, it's no big task. Miranda, ask me to do anything for you, Miranda. But please don't ask me to remove my mask. It's attached to my special super thermal beam nuclear long underwear. But don't think I forgot my promise. Tonight, I'm going to kiss you. Something terrible has happened. Mr. ACDC, the electric brain, has threatened to turn off the electric current all over the... I left the whole thing because the last time Edwin requested something, I pulled the wrong part. So we can kind of discuss <laughs> what Edwin wants to discuss and then chop it down later. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. They had to skirt the copyright. They couldn't say Bruce Wayne, but they could say Bruce. They said, boy, genius. I, I just love that. And also... <laughs> Pretty sure I found my sex song. <laughs> <laughs> so about a minute ago, I started giggling because I thought this was another ploy to get me to kick people off of meetings again. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I was like looking for the button to do it. And then it. <laughs> That's why I messaged you. I left the whole thing because I don't know what Edwin wants to talk about because Edwin is an enigma. I'll ask him, what do you want? Uh, uh, what did you want about that clip? And he'll say, I just like the song. <laughs> and then I'll play the section that I chop up and they'll be like, oh, I wanted to really bring up the part where the electric company cuts off and da -da -da -da. you know, it's yeah. So that's the whole thing. You just like the song. <laughs> it wasn't a bit. <laughs> no, this was real. <laughs> this, this was, it was real. Supposedly. This is real life. <laughs> is this the real life? <laughs> I think it's, but I think it's awesome how Ralph became friends with, with his childhood hero. I always got to say that. All right, let's go back to the Ralph report and feel free to believe that is a saying that uh, developed by accident that is now a gospel. And Ralph is, well, let me play the incident where it, it happened as accident. Then leave your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments, anything that's on your mind. Feel free to believe <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> feel free to believe feel free to believe believe what i am hey i don't know about you but what? i believe in what are you talking about freedom of belief because i'm an american all right what fucking left turn did you just take <laughs> free to believe 
fuck? Fucking TED talk going on. <laughs> Jesus. Do you have a stroke? Do you smell toast? I I may be a little punchy. <laughs> oh my god. Um, How much did you drink watching the game last night? It was it was good. Fuck, all of it. Significant. It was a significant amount. Fuck. Feel free to believe. <laughs> Rest assured. <laughs> don't even sound that I will hear your voicemail message. So that's that was his mistake. He was announcing the calls, and instead of saying "feel free to leave a message" or "feel free to know that I listened to all your messages," he said "feel free to believe." He just had a little kind of a, a just a, a break in the synapses, I guess. And then it turned into this thing where he's now creating his own church. You laugh, but I realized after it was over. Yeah, that's kind of genius. Uh-huh. That's the kind of inspirational slogan. That careers are made right. on. Accidentally and it was accident. I'm <laughs> so good yeah. that my accidents are just are, inspire people. Uh, yeah. Better better most people's on purposes. Right. <laughs> Mark this day. This is where it begins. Yeah. Yes. See me in a flowing robe at the at the at the entrance of like a, a big vestibule. <laughs> if I come over here and you're in a robe, I'm leaving. <laughs> Candles filling the room. <laughs> sure. And then I will impart my wisdom. Oh, Feel fun. free to believe. Mm. And it's, a lot of people are afraid to believe, Eddie. Right, so that's right, my point. Right. But now I'm giving people the freedom to believe. In what? Them. That's the question. Is it themselves? Is it in a higher power? Right, mm. right. Is it the love of others? <gasps> it can be any of yeah, those Feel things. free. You're well, giving them permission. Yes. It occurred to me, you've been wanting to build your own religion, so we can call this a church, and then you tax can get the tax free. free. Feel free yes, to believe. Feel free it. to believe I cannot pay taxes. Mm. So, yeah, it's a church. And honestly, if we when we go to the live show, Eddie, if... Uh, Ralph doesn't come out in a full robe right. <laughs> with his hair like that. I'm going to want my money back. Well, I'm uh, getting worried. He has a Garmy. Now he's got a church. Right? <laughs> That's the kind of church the we world. need, though. Archbishop yeah, Ralph. Over. Yes. <laughs> I, I, we should get I'll, a T-shirt. Feel free to believe and wear that to the live show. I think right? so. All right. Let's go over to Cup of Tea in a chat. Guys, I am not too hot for COVID. Oh, no. Are you kidding? You're the last person in the world to get COVID? And I had sent you, when we discussed what we're going to talk about on the show, I had only told Uh you, have the sad bassoon ready. There it is. There it is. So Allie's got COVID. She's been kind of struggling the whole week with just being a little sick. But she's the mild case. She just feels kind of a little crappy. Yeah, she still did the show. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, even though Biden said it's over, she got it. That's that's the perfect time to get it, catch it. <laughs> uh, there was several calls from our podcast that I want to focus that I'm not going to. I'm going to skip those right now because Lindsay's gone. But let's talk about yeah, being in his. I'm here. Hello. Here? I'm here. Okay. All right, you here? All right. Just getting ready to leave. <laughs> I uh, tried to drive to a different place now, so I will be in my car, but I'm listening. Nice. Okay. Okay. Well, here's Lindsay's call at a cup of tea to chat. <laughs> and they're moving their hand like a fan so everyone around them can smell it. That is what a okay. sixth grader would I do. I forgot it was supporting yeah. pride. Okay. 
Yes. I love our listener, Lindsay, who is one of the uh, co-hosts of the Quitters Never Give Up podcast. She's she's always mm-hmm. so fun and so positive, even though she lives in her car. And she has called and left an, she, another she message for us here. Hello, Bean and Tiny Lady. I hope you guys are doing well. This is Lindsay, and of course, I am in my car. It's 10.30 p.m. in Atlanta, and somehow there is traffic, as always. Just wanted to weigh in with my own jellyfish story. I was in Malta in the beginning of July, and I got a grand total of four jellyfish stings. Scuba diving instructor said that salt water is the best thing for it. Urine was not required. One of the stings was so big it looks like a hand is wrapped around my ankle, and the scar is, I think, permanent. Oh. I will send a picture to Bean. I love you guys. I miss you guys. And, oh, yeah, part of that trip included visiting London, and someone named Bean decided to tell me that I was too far away to visit him. Interesting how that goes. Love you, Mina. Bye. In my defense, it's a big city. The woman co-hosted. One day, out of nowhere, you asked her. She said, absolutely, She's I will. You kind. couldn't meet for a coffee. Very kind. She was all the way on the other side of town, and I wasn't going to go to her, and I didn't want her to have to go so far to see me. It's a big city. Can we just... No. For a second? No. Just, no, not, not no. that. No, I'm moving on. Okay. I'm moving on. I was... Just uh, diving off the coast of Malta? Yes, that was a humble brag. I caught what? that. I did catch that, yeah. What? For a lady who lives in her car, Holy she's taking crap. some pretty nice vacations is I what mean, it sounds she, like to me. She's saving her money, I guess. Just jet-setting around Malta. Jesus. Promise me you'll put your blinker on when you talk to us. We'd love to do that. I, <laughs> I'm about to get in my car. Thank you. <laughs> The the other thing that I just want to bring up is that one of the clips that I didn't bring from the Frank uh, the Frank and Friends show is that uh, Bean and Frank met and they lived they were in two different cities of Tennessee, so he was in Knoxville, Bean was like in Clarksville and they met in the middle. So I don't know. Just putting that out there, Lindsay. Just giving that to you. Well, and how far away is New Orleans from Atlanta? Uh. But London is only like 600 miles across, so it's not that big. So. Yeah. <clears throat> and you were just on the other side of town. Anyhow, let's go on to Edwin's call. <laughs> the other thing is I purposely left the fart joke at the beginning because that was just hilarious to me. I couldn't cut it, so. <laughs> let's go on to Edwin's call. Here's our friend Edwin. He is actually a pool man, and he is calling to dismiss several myths about that occupation. Hi, Bean. Edwin from the Quitters Never Give Up podcast. I'm calling because someone told you that you can't have your dogs in the pool with you. It makes extra work for the pool guy. I've been cleaning pools for 40 years. I can tell you that's not true. Fantastic. The other thing is you're not the pool guy. You're the pool owner, the mark, the sucker, the ATM. By the way, I've only been a pool owner for a couple of weeks. I am already starting to feel like the mark, the sucker, and the ATM. Oh, no. Yeah, got some problems with the pool. Got a guy, oh, got a guy, no. actually a lady coming out today to do some repairs on some of the engine yeah, work do. back there. But yeah, it's, it's starting to... Checking it's, out your engine. It's starting to cost me. And the last uh, fallacy I can correct is that hot chicks do not lay out by their pool waiting to seduce the pool guy. Sadly, that never happens, and that's the main reason I got into the business, too. So it's very disappointed. I don't know what's wrong with you, Edwin, but I have seen it with my own eyes in multiple mm-hmm. movies that right. the pool guy shows up, and the lady is very mm-hmm. excited to see him. So I don't know what's wrong on your end. Nice call, Edwin. A um, couple things there. Uh, B 
Bean believes that the pool guy comes over and and sees the scantily clad woman and things ensue. Now he has a pool lady coming over. Is this Bean getting canceled? I'm no, just, could be. Next week is a, another adventure of where Bean's laying by the pool, shirtless, waiting for something to happen. And <laughs> we'll have to keep an eye out on that one. So, but okay, so dogs don't ruin pools. Is that what you're saying to me, Edwin? No. Your average dog, unless it's got super long hair, like an Afghan or something. Now, a lot of my customers have dogs like a Labrador. They love water. No problem. So and, pugs are and, not going to be a big deal. No. I think the thing was no. with my dad, when we were young, we had a, we had a built-in doughboy into the ground. And the, the thing was, he had to clean the filter out. And it was, hot, it was a pain in the ass getting the dog hair out of the filter, which is, I think, maybe where that comes from. I've never Could really be. seen that. Because there's a basket before that. Yeah. So uh, hmm. dog hair will get caught in that basket. You just empty that. doesn't get to the filter. Okay. Okay, lastly, and I know this is going long, but I really wanted to do this. Uh, Bean forgot what a doormat was. I walked by a shop the other day that had a, uh, what are they called? Oh, oh, doormats, I guess they're called. Oh, oh my God. Did you just <laughs> and, pull a Kevin? What's a doorstop? <laughs> What's a doorstop? It was a doormat. All right, so that brings us to our flashback, the doorstop saga. Uh, Eugene, nope, Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> going to do a Eugene Levy story, and I said not to, except Aww. for it's a real quick story. He's got a pet scorpion named Stingy. Okay, of he that does. caught my eye this morning. Stingy, right. Stingy, Stingy is the name of his pet scorpion. Now we were talking about how Ralph makes a mistake, and it kind of turns into something. This started out with the Ralph mistake. He didn't want to talk about Stingy, but he did. I like it. You don't put a lot of work in that one, are no, you? No, no, not much. You're naming your pet scorpion? I have a, I probably shouldn't say this because you guys will mock, but I have a doorstop. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> where named, is this going? That what? I named Stoppy, and uh, that's what we refer to as. Hey, we're Stoppy. And <laughs> <laughs> we go to Let's prop start, the door open. Hold on, hold on one second. Hold on. What's a doorstop? I don't even know what that is. A doorstop oh, is a heavy object that you place the door open? to hold the door open so it doesn't get <laughs> slammed by the what wind. Do you yes. Think a okay. Doorstop is. <laughs> what? What don't know. <laughs> I just wanted to identify what it was. I, I don't ha- use them. But be named his is the point here. Let's yes. not get off track. Uh, I did. You, st- you took us off track. <laughs> oh my god. Because you, we were we were on a rocket ship going towards the sun, and you started a fire in the main cabin while we were rocketing towards the sun. So that I didn't help. No. Okay. I didn't further our cause. Oh, My point is that I have respect for Eugene Levy with Stingy because I live with Stoppy. So I see where where he was coming from. That's that's the only point I was making. There it made a lot of sense to me. But what's a doorstop? Is the question that was asked. That's that's. I know that I've ever had one. I'm looking better now, Ralph. You are my best friend. You're my best friend on the show, Ellie. You can talk about Maine all day long. At least Maine's a thing. At least you've never started a story with, "I have a doorstop." That has never been the opening opening line of a story that you've told. Thank you. Stoppy. You're not allowed, Kevin. I could make fun of Stoppy. I don't know. Absolutely. I don't know either. You had to inquire what Stoppy was. This is quite the batch. Hey, Kevin, um, what did you think a doorstop was going to be? 
Like, were there any hints know, in the never, in the name no, like that might have no. given you a tip? No, neither of those words gave it away. Okay. Yeah. What if it had been called a keeper opener? <laughs> a door keeper opener. I wouldn't have understood that either. Uh, Bean, how many uh, inanimate objects do you name in your home? How many, how, many, how many inanimate objects in your home have names? I don't know. Mm. Um, I mean, Stoppy came to mind just because we were talking about Stingy. Sure, but I don't sure. know. There may, there may be, there may be right. others, but... Uh, do you have... I, uh, you have Dr. Dry, your towel, Dr. Dry, <laughs> that you like to... He's a doctor? <laughs> Why is he a doctor? He's Dr. Dre. You call your, your call towel oh, Dr. Dry, oh right? Oh, my God. Well done. Worst, really? I like it. Come I out, do now. Come out of the showers and have a now. Where's Dr. Dry? I need, I need to get this water off my skin. <laughs> you know, B names everything. Oh. Right. All right, where were we? I don't. I'm just getting out. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> See this? See this ripcord? This is me jumping out and pulling it. So now we're stuck in the, for a in the soft landing in the capsule that's on fire, heading toward the sun. That's where we're all left. Today's celebrity birthday is Hugo Weaving, 56 years old today. I'm Stoppy. I walk the showbiz beat. <laughs> So you started out that show, Biz Beats, saying that Allie was hard to like. I, and then Bean made it harder to like him. And then mm-hmm. I made it harder to like me than anyone. Allie wins. Good work, team. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So this occurred over like three days in April of 2016. April 4th, 5th, and 6th. Mm-hmm. And it culminated with the doorstop song. Yes. Now, in Kevin's defense, well, he has taken something bad and made something good out of it. Kevin has just recorded a new song. He has? Really? Kevin has recorded a new song. Has he ab- done that? About, ab- about what is a doorstop. And it's a beautiful, oh. touching song. And I think, it, oh. I think it's a hit. If you'd like to hear it, here's Kevin's new song. What's a doorstop? <laughs> Why do you call it stoppy? <laughs> do you call your wife spousy and your mirror other beam? What's its function? Does it keep the door closed or open? <laughs> Are there clues hiding in its name? <laughs> this guy's in the show is going down in flames because I'm so lame. Oh, look at that. Kevin Ryder, the musical styling of Kevin, Kevin. Ryder. Yeah. No, he can sing like that. That wasn't beautiful. Uh, beautiful. That is uh, thanks to Kevin B. Lister, Lou Thomas, for sending in the uh, stoppy song oh, there. So well good. done. Pretty sure I found my sex song. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't. Well, I meant to play that. Now every time we play a song, I'm just going to use that. I just can't not use that anymore. Anyhow, uh, so that's that's the doorstop saga. It started off with Ralph making a, an error, turning it into greatness, and a song. <laughs> yeah, that guy was named Lou Thomas, right? Yeah. Yeah, for a while, Lou was sending in songs all the time. He's really talented. Oh. He is. Uh, we need we need to find. Yeah, him. we should I reach out to him. Lou if you're listening. Come on the show, <laughs> Steve. If you know Lou. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> Steve, Steve Lou. <laughs> Send him a message. Uh, and that's the podcast roundup. And now we got to do the week that was. Let's go, Edwin. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin? No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
One, two, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. Meet the ball. 2011. Our There's a lot of Chick-fil-A. We're doing the week that was September 19 to 23, 2011. Uh, in the news that week, Mikhail Salahi, she was on a show, The Housewives of DC, kind of a reality star. She ran off with the guitars from Journey. This was such an interesting story because her husband reported her missing, and then she called and said, no, I'm not missing. And her husband found out she was gone from TMZ. <laughs> she was going around with Journey. Anyway, that got Ralph to talking about Journey and a truly great moment with Ralph. Now, the topic that's on the table right now is you put yourself in the husband in Tariq's shoes and you find out basically from TMZ.com that your wife has left you for another man. The topic we're going to discuss is the way you found out that you guys were broken up. It wasn't face-to-face. It wasn't even a phone call. It wasn't even a text. It was you found out some other way from somebody else. Bad surprise. Uh, As an aside, not completely relevant to the topic, but is this also true? Producer Alex reminds me that this, uh, this Neil Sean from Journey married a woman, a Playboy Playmate, two months ago. (gasps) What? In Paris with all of the band members from Journey present. He married her two months ago. Now he's shacked up with this fame whore. What's that? What's going on there? Look, uh, Obviously, when it comes to, to romance, you just don't stop believing, you know? You just think you're to get swept away. I guess that's what happens with a guy like that. But you got to look at poor Tariq Salahi. I mean, don't you ever think, I mean, who's crying now? I mean, come yeah, on, I Ralph. I do, because when the lights go out in the city, this guy is oh, okay. all alone. On. That's all I'm saying. He's all by himself. But isn't this sort of shenanigans, this romance, this, this, this playground stuff, isn't this for only the young? I mean, come on. I have no more tape. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Bean, the, the wheel of this guy keeps on turning. And, and that's, just, that's just how life keeps rolling along. You have to roll with the punches and just keep okay, going. But what happened to the wedding vows where you agree you're going to stay together faithfully? Where's oh. that? Do you ever think about that? I don't know. I'm a sucker for some good Journey songs. Uh, next up, they did a call-in topic. You found out you were broken up with kind of like that, like on TMZ or in the news or some way. And Danny called in. This is one of my favorite bits because he could not tell the story succinctly, and it kind of gets everybody mad. Danny, welcome to the show. What's happening? Yeah, hi. Um, I met a girl. This is a couple years ago. I met a girl at a at a club one time, college night. Asian girl, really cute, really nice girl. Um, I asked her out to dance. We dance, get the number. Uh, a couple days later, we go out. She invites me to her very nice house up in Corona Hills. She invites me inside her house, sits mm-hmm. me down on the couch puts my leg up on the foot, rest, and all that stuff, serves me a drink. We go out to eat and all that good stuff. Could you give us um, more details about the date, please? <laughs> I Is any, what, what kind of footrest was it? What kind of footrest was it that she put your feet up on? <laughs> okay, so they're getting a little bit perturbed there, and I'm with them. So I'm going to speed this up a little bit to try to get Danny's story rolling. Hold on a second. Where exactly in the Hollywood Hills was it? Can you give me some turn-by-turn directions on how to get there? Oh, oh whatever, man. Come on. This is, my point is that none of these details matter unless you bring it home in a way that surprises us. Okay, okay. So then uh, we're supposed to go see a movie. and, and uh, What movie? What movie was <laughs> it? This whole time she thinks that I'm Asian, right? So she asked me, what movie did you want to see? And I say, I want to see El Matador with with, uh, with uh, Pierce Brosnan because I've never seen him outside of his own. What's the point of this story? <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to have to speed it up even more. Wow. Who else was in there? That was Greg Kinnear, right? <laughs> I, 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 I yeah, it was. <laughs> 
like, oh, they, her friends and her, they both looked at me and they were like, wow, you really pronounced that really well. And I said, well, sure, why wouldn't I? I'm Mexican. And they both looked at each other and their jaws just dropped. And then we had made plans prior to that conversation. We had made plans to go out for Valentine's Day weekend. Valentine's Day. She's not right then, you were Latino. You said Valentine's Day. <laughs> exactly. That's a Mexican holiday. Very similar to the American's Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, there you go, yeah. So, well, because we have Sancha, so it's plural. Okay. So, um, so then, uh, and then they both, you know, they look at each other, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, when All right, Danny, let me stop you right, buddy. Let me, let me stop you. Let me stop you. Is this story actually, does it go like this? Yeah, I found out on MySpace that we broke up because she thought I was Asian and I was actually Mexican. Is that really the story that you're trying to lead up to? No, her, her, all right, I called her, I kept calling her. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> sister, sister called me back and said, oh, no. Younger or older sister? Uh, she said that her blood pressure dropped because she was slightly bulimic or something like that. And I was like, are you serious? Okay. Like, listen, listen, Chino, I'm going to break this to you. <laughs> and, her, and, her, and her status changed from single to in a relationship. Okay, all right. Okay, here's the situation. We have no other calls, and yet we're still going to hang up on you because we just can't take it any longer. We can't even use you to kill time. You're killing us. Although, I, I enjoyed it very much, Danny, and I'm glad you called. Just don't ever do it again. Thank you. No, even speeded up Danny's story makes no sense. <laughs> and it wasn't even what they were asking for. You found out, like, you know, in a public way you got broken up with. So, sorry, Danny. No, no more calls for you. Uh, Ralph did a very interesting story. No Doubt had an album coming out, and it got delayed. And this is bad news. The No Doubt album has now been pushed back. Oh, come on. Release of the long-awaited new album. We'll have to wait until next year, the band says. (laughs) Oh, my God, do that again. (laughs) (laughs) The band posted at the official website that they're just not ready yet, and they want to deliver the best album they can possibly make, and there's more work to do, so we're going to have to wait until 2012. What? Did you hear any new? Does that hurt? <laughs> that's not even him. That I can't be. That. It kind of sounds. No, like it's, it. not me. no. It's, not me. it's not me. Oh, that's funny. Till uh, till we get new, no doubt music. So. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my clips I sent him. So I was very happy. Being played it like four or five times that week. Where's it that's from? A, that's from The Simpsons. Let me see. I think I isolated it. What? There we go. I only did that so I could pay some of my orphan clips. Yeah, that's from The Simpsons. That's Lisa Simpson. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, so being made my week, he played it all during the week. I thought it'd be kind of a permanent thing, but just one week, I guess I'll have to take it. Yeah, he he recycled clips pretty quickly, huh? Yeah. I I I always wanted to get one that was an evergreen, like the guy that said, oh, my God, it's raining. I wanted to be one of those guys. (laughs) I thought Nopi was pretty evergreen. Oh, yeah, I think that was my most one. That, or before it became kind of unpalatable, shall we say, giant-sized cans was one of my clips. Nice. Where'd that come from? Oh, that's from an old radio show. (laughs) Fever McGee and Bali. So no one, that's even before my time. (laughs) Uh, They were talking about the new TV shows that were premiering that week. And the Playboy Club on NBC. There you go. That's there what it I'm is. talking about. That's there the show I've been looking for. I'm the only one applauding, but no, I'm, no, I'm excited enough for everybody. The Playboy Club. Okay, so it's fun to look back now. The Playboy Club just finished its, what, 12th season? It swept the Emmys this year, so it's kind of funny to look back where it all started. Yeah, it's it's amazing to see the evolution of that show. It yeah. just, well, the Playboy wait. Club movie is coming out next year, so you and me are going to go see that. Yeah, we got to see that. And then I just want to know how it's going to end. I mean, oh. when you have a show go on for this long with such greatness, with so many twists and turns and such character development, where where does it go? Where do you end it? And always surprises you in a good way. Yeah, I mean, you, you have to end it in a in a way. You have to just stick it the landing right. Otherwise, it's just going to become another one of those series that everybody hates the ending. Like Seinfeld. Like Seinfeld, yeah. Well, I have confidence in the Playboy Club that they're going to do it. I think Nick is working on that script right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh man, <laughs> I really want that show to happen just for Nick. I really I know. Do. I wish I could love anything the way he loved that show. <laughs> right? <laughs> Your wife's like, uh, what? <laughs> next up, do you remember, you might remember this, Christopher, there was a boxing match, very controversial. It was uh, Floyd Mayweather and Victor Ortiz. This was in 2011. The Bleeder and Reseda? What? <laughs> no, <laughs> not that good. Uh, it had a controversial ending because the the ref like separated them because of uh, a headbutt. And while the guy wasn't paying attention, Mayweather punched him and knocked him out. So anyway, this was the interview afterwards. Listen to what happened in the post-fight interview with poor 115-year-old Larry Merchant, (laughs) who, by the way, was at the first boxing match in Rome 3,000 years ago. he's not that old. (laughs) He's almost that old, but here's a little bit of the post-fight interview from uh, HBO, I guess, or pay-per-view, rather. You'll see it on HBO this weekend, uh, this past Saturday night. Listen up. You were in charge of the fight. You were aggressive. And trying and taking advantage of what you know you what I'm going to do because you don't ever give me a fair shake. You know that? So I'm going to let you talk to Victor Ortiz, all right? I'm through. They put somebody else up and give me an interview. You never give me a fair shake. HBO needs to fire you. You don't know about boxing. You ain't s. I wish I was 50 years younger and I'd kick your ass. You won't do that. Larry, 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 Larry. Larry. That's Larry. one of the greatest lines I have ever heard from anyone. How old is he's in his 80s? Larry's right? 80. Larry's 80 years old. <laughs> if I were 50 years younger, I'd kick your ass. How often yeah. do you see that happen on TV? It's it was amazing. spectacular. Yeah, they kind of got uh, attached to that clip. So this was the next day's opening montage. If you don't mind. I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. B-I-G. Ah! I wish I was 50 years younger and I'd kick your ass. What? That's pretty goddamn impressive. You know, a lot of people wonder what happens after the show. And I'll tell you. Well, the clothes come off and it's a big sweaty pile. We turn the cameras to the wall, and we love. What? <laughs> Is it? I'm sorry. I mean, how often? I mean, oh, man, nobody thinks that's funny? And no. Man, you think the quality would dip after 5,500 shows? The dog. <laughs> well, the FCC isn't laughing. Our feature presentation. Yeah, so my what clip and that last clip was mine. You think the quality would dip after 5,500 shows? So that was a really fun week for me. Nice. I mean, awesome. no one knew, but I knew that those clips got in. <laughs> uh, next up, they were doing a scientific survey. This was there was a study in in the paper about how many people floss, and it was like really low, and they were surprised. Let's just real quick find out what the percentage is, right. and uh, and you listening on the radio can play along at home too. Hey, Zach, we have a jingle. Oh, good. Oh, wait, oh, yeah. Let's hear that. Sure. Oh, wait. Oh, that, that, wait. That. <laughs> it's time for Kevin and Bean's scientific survey. Well, that was worth stopping for. Thank God we got that production. Uh, we had to do it. That's what I wanted know. to Marconi right there. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be that elaborate. Okay, so that's where that started. The scientific survey jingle. It's time for Kevin and Bean's scientific survey. Yeah, so that was the first time. And uh, then uh, let me play the ending. They have an ending for a scientific survey. That was Kevin and Bean's scientific survey. <laughs> okay, so that's when that started in 2011. Okay, now, I don't know why this was a big deal, but there was a big line at a new Chick-fil-A. They opened one in Hollywood. I guess it was the first one in that area. 
Anyway, they sent Bear Mug out, of course. He's the food expert. So let's, this was some of his best interview work. Uh, so a lot of people were lighting up for several days because, well, here's uh, the manager that Beer Mug talked to yesterday to explain why there was a big line of campers waiting for the restaurant to open this morning. What we got going on is our first 100 promotion. So essentially what's happening is there's 100 people camping out uh, because the first 100 customers in line tomorrow morning get free Chick-fil-A for a year. Wow, that sounds fantastic. Wow, that is a lot of Chick-fil-A. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> You have, one, you have one reaction to everything yes. everybody says. Come on, you know just that by awe. now. Just everything yep. awes you. Everything You're, is amazing. Everything just blows <laughs> your mind. That's not amazing. It's just, it's just interesting. Barely interesting is what it is. It, you're, you're so right, though, because I sense that Muggs, uh, Muggs' reaction would be the same to, hey, you just won the lottery, to, hey, I just accidentally ran over your dog in the driveway. I mean, it doesn't uh, matter what it is. You'd be like, that's incredible. Wow, that's great. <laughs> yeah, so they used that one clip. That's a lot of Chick-fil-A for years. Uh, let's go to another one. He even had some that topped that, I think, later on. What number Chick-fil-A grand opening this is for you? This is number 68. Would you be willing, if it came down to it, to give me your wristband? It can't be done. It can't be done. That's if it so came he down to what? <laughs> <laughs> not if I offered you $100, yeah. not if I put a gun to your head. If it came down to it. That's a good question. <laughs> Does he travel all over the country looking for Chick-fil-A openings? Yeah, he's, uh, he's the man for that. <laughs> all right. Give me, uh, give me one, one more, please. <laughs> Give me one more. Oh, my God. So this is your first time dabbling in food. No, it's my second time. I love chicken. Oh, so this is your second Chick-fil-A. It is. Fantastic. What a great interview. What a great interview. This is your first time dabbling in food. Mugs, you're the best. Uh, Mugs at his best. I think they got, what, like four evergreen clips out of that? Your first time dabbling in the food. That's a lot of Chick-fil-A. That's fantastic. If it came down to it, would you give me your Chick-fil-A? Uh, <laughs> I also love Lisa there. She's like, if it came down to what? <laughs> he didn't finish his thought there. Okay, one last real quick thing. Uh, Ralph, on the Ralph Report, Ralph mentioned it was Adam West's birthday. Oh, here's what it was. I looked it up. I wanted to see what Adam West clips might be interesting. And this was one from 2002, and it was Ralph's bachelor party. I can barely remember this, but they rented okay. a place in Venice Beach, had a big bachelor party, and a special guest on the phone line called into Ralph. What? Say good morning to Adam West. Adam West is on the phone. Oh, my goodness. Good morning, Adam. Adam, thank you for uh, joining us. I'm sorry you couldn't be here in person out on the uh, out on the beach this morning, but we were just telling uh, Ralph right before we brought you on the air that, frankly, you were his first choice of who he most wanted to marry, and he had to settle for Carrie. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, wait. Uh, Carrie actually is a very nice girl. We met at a bar in Tijuana. <laughs> no, you did not. Wow. She, she was having a banana daiquiri with the beer chaser. <laughs> is she a goer? She's a sexy girl, but it was a clean bar. It was well lit. Sure. And I got a good look at her. And, uh, you approve? Thing led to another, and even then she was dreaming about, you know, who. Yeah, well, sure, there yeah. you go. Right. Yeah, so they had like a big bachelor party on Venice Beach for Ralph back then. I looked yeah. it up. That was uh, September 18th, 2002. <clears throat> Last thing, another celebrity birthday, Bruce Springsteen. That was September 23rd. 
So I went to the archive. I looked up the different Ralph impressions. I like this one. They were trying to figure out a state song for the state of New Jersey. And so they asked, well, Bruce Springsteen should do that. You know, I remember growing up in Jersey, my dad had a old 57 Chevy Bel Air and I would get behind the wheel of that car, just draw back on a, on a bottle of cold beer and just cruise at night back by the Jersey swamps. And remember once hitting a drifter, bounced off the hood of that car and that car was like a tank nothing could hurt it certainly not some bum no 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 no, no. i had to pull over the side and oh no i had to put him in the trunk and oh. great thing about jersey is a lot of land right there by the swamps and down by the beaches where you could get rid of a body okay bruce nobody would us. ever find it let me stop and that's there, what bruce. this song's all about no, no, Bruce. No. New Jersey, That's... you can bury a body easily. New Jersey, no one will ever find it. Yeah, that was from 2016. I love Ralph's impression of Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> and uh, that's it for the week that was. Back to you. All right, good sesh, guys. Good sesh. Good, good sesh. sesh. Good sesh. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, before we go, I want to give a shout out to Hot Sauce Tim, Tim Markle. Yes. He put out a new track called Someplace Waiting. You can download that on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your music. We want to just go ahead and play that for you now. Hit it, Steve.
All right. That was Hot Sauce Tim's Someplace Waiting. You can find it on, on iTunes and Spotify. I searched under Timmy Markle. You can also find Tim Markle on Facebook, uh, on the social club. So go ahead, check that out. Hell yeah! Do we, we don't have anything else, right? <clears throat> All right, who wants to say bye? Eddie, your turn. Is it my turn again? Shoot, I even printed out what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> Love you, mean it, bye! <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us on Quitters Never Give Up. We'll keep you up to date on everything in the Kevin and Bean creative universe. Uh, look us up on Anchor. Leave us a voicemail, please. We're desperate for that. And we'll see you next time. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye, Lindsay. Love you, Mina. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> In the night, beep, 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 I saw beep, 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 staring at me, beep, 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 cadaver, eyeball, 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 Enough already. Enough, enough with the podcast. Enough podcasting. It's gone to the point where every unqualified loser with a mouth and a microphone has a podcast now. I wish you well. <laughs>